yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. This is episode number 63, the podcast where we talk about everything in all weird gaming, and we give you guys the highlight of the gaming news that happens this week. We go live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern to give you guys all that great gaming news that you just want to soak up like a sponge. Uh, to my right, obviously, we don't have Peter, like... Thank you on that one. We have someone that I love and adore very much. My source of Pokemon news and the guy that also is running the same Pokemon TCT deck as me that we also talked about on Discord. My boy, my brother, my Ohio best friend. Well, kind of all three. Just kind of combine those together. <laughs> no, in particular order. My boy, Coco. Coco, what's up, man? How you doing, Yo, baby? What's going oh. on, Nick? Welcome back to the show, bro. I feel like it's, it's been like a good like twenty episodes, but like yeah, it's it's been a while. I'm glad uh, I'm glad Pete got to get you know torn away uh, to bring me back, you right. know, and uh, I'm excited to be here, man. I'd like to throw in like you know like a little wrench into the podcast. Like sometimes we get like a third person thing and we throw you in here to kind of give you like that sort of like roll into it. Like I feel like, feel like it'd be kind of cool to add more bodies to the game like, and go on weird family, you know, kind of like that recurring guest, you know, yeah, that'd be kind of nice. And like, especially with like Pokemon DLC, I'm pretty sure that's coming out tomorrow. And it's like, it's kind of like perfect that you're here for this time because we have a lot to go over with the Pokemon because you still got to go over the last DLC that came out. We got the new DLC coming out. So it's just kind of perfect to have you here, but it is also kind of a different thing because last time you were on, you did not really play the Pokemon TCG or you not really talked about nope. it. I know you do a lot of the collecting, but now you're playing the game. So, like, tell the people yeah. how that journey's been for you. Yeah, so, I mean, the last time that I played the Pokemon TCG or any TCG, for that matter, was back in, like, 1999, going to Toys R Us, actually going and playing in competitions there. I still have the little badges that they would hand out each each uh, time you would go up there and win a match. That's, That's so the last tough. time I played, man. That's um, so tough. But now I've got, you know, I open packs IRL all the time. So I have all these code cards just sitting here. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do a stream where we open a bunch of these packs, build up one of the big like meta decks and just try it out. See how fun it is. And it was it was fun. Mm -hmm. yeah, Iron Valiant is uh, one of those decks that is uh, it just runs really good. Like, I know y'all don't really aren't here for the big Pokemon TCG stuff. But like uh, there's a deck <laughs> right now with uh, Entei, if you guys know, uh, a yeah. classic legendary to the original Pokemon uh, series and then also Iron Valiant, which is a new spinoff of like that Gallade Garnivore, uh, his like future type Pokemon that's in the new games. Um, and it's a very good deck. And I was kind of shocked when I heard that Coco was running the same deck and I'm over here building it myself IRL. So I could go and get some gym badges myself because, uh, <laughs> you know how it is, man, we're competitive out here. So we like to play the game. So that's how it's been, yeah. man. That's it's cool, man. Like, again, I love having you on here, man. I'm excited to kick off a great show with you, man uh on my end really nothing's been really going crazy man um just doing a lot of family stuff um yeah. i did play a game that i will be talking about later i will be giving you guys a review on a game that i uh was playing throughout the week still trying to figure out what game i kind of want to start playing again uh there's just so much out right now and just like i'm like kind of flooded and kind of honestly my mind is just everywhere with what i really want to play because there's just so much else but there's just so much out but like hopefully i can kind of like kick off uh, into a new series or like a new thing man do you have any recommendations honestly like do you have something that like i should play or if chat if you guys have Dude, anything let me know like because i'm honestly lost on what i should play next i'm stumped you, you know what's crazy is i've had my eye on like for the longest time hoping that there was going to be a good farming sim i don't know why man i really want to get into a farming sim i, I tried I palia 
um, which was pretty fun. But like, I've got a couple that I've got my eye on. Uh, they're still in development though. So like they're, they're not quite out yet, but like, that's kind of what right. I'm, I, I'm trying to look for something that like, you know, you've got your day-to-day life, which is crazy. It's hectic family, you know, all this yeah. stuff. And then it's like, I just want to like chill. I don't want like any, you know, I don't need bosses rushing at me and right. enemies and like, you know, trying to crank nineties against 10 year olds. Oh. I just want to like sit down and like grow some carrots and, and just, right. you know, turn Dude, my so, brain off. Sometimes you, know what you I mean? need that though. Cause sometimes yeah. I feel like a, I feel like a false gamer sometimes. Cause sometimes <laughs> I'm like, Hey bro, I'm not cranking out 50 hours into a game, man. There's something else I could do, man. I like cranking out these little three, four hour, five, quick, yeah. get to the point, bro. It's good. It's made well. And it's like, we're, we're straight to it. You can yeah. you give me a game. That's like, once you get to above like 30 hours, I start to sweat mentally. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm like that long of a game. And like, mm-hmm. I truly like now like to sit there and marinate a game, bro. Like I'm not trying to sit there and I'm not trying to like, pl- like rush through a game, rush through all the side quests, rush through all the BS. Like that's not what I want. I want to be able to just like take my time, really do all the, do all the grinding, find all the secret gear. Like, did you know, really yeah. explore and like give the game for what it's worth. Uh, that's why Spider-Man was so great for me. Cause even with it being like only about 20 to 25 hours. Um, yeah, I was able to do every side quest. I was able to get every costume, every, like everything was explorable and reachable to an extent where like you got the whole package that was very well done in a short period of time. Um, and I feel like if you like rush through a game like that, you're not really like appreciating or paying like homage to like what, the creators of the game went through to build it right there's there's so many little things that people probably look over um you know when they try to rush through a game like that and you know you gotta you gotta absolutely like spend that time you know uh looking at all like the creative stuff going on in a game you can't you can't just look past that Mm -hmm. very true very true but i've also been playing a lot of madden which madden kind of just soaks up my time yeah, very depressing. I know. I just kind of like tear up and like my soul breaks on the inside when I kind of talk about that too. So can't be can't be uh letting the the, the fans down when I talk about I'm playing Madden. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Well, again, thank you guys for being here for episode number sixty three of uh, Gaming Gone Weird. We have a lot in store. Well, we're gonna be talking about Grand Theft Auto, a little bit of Pokemon, a little bit of games that we've been playing, and me and Coco also have a little debate challenge that we are gonna go off and kick off with each other. Uh, if you guys want to help support Gaming Gone Weird and know your news in general, uh, please just do the simple stuff. Like I don't like to sit here and like beg or whatever, but like I mean, honestly, like uh, liking is free, commenting does help, and subscribing and telling a friend is absolutely priceless. Uh, you can't put a price on that, and it helps out so much more than you guys think for us being a. Uh, small gaming podcast so make sure you guys do the little stuff and if you guys want to also contribute money wise you guys can become a member on youtube or you guys can send a kyn chat at kynchat.com have your guys' questions pop up on the screen me and coco could read them uh answer them live and you know you're keeping the lights on keeping me coco ghost anybody that's on the show happy and uh keeping weird gaming alive uh, I'm gonna have Coco kick it off with the question of the day. <laughs> kick it off with the question of the day. Uh, I was doing so hot too, man. Go ahead, kick man. off with the question of the day. Let me get a breather. Right. Let me get a question sip of, this of the water. day. Question of the day. It's a good one, Nick. Who's the best video game villain of all time? I thought about this. I thought about this. This is what very, you think. This is kind of a very hard one because if you're gonna talk about the greatest villain, it's got to be like. Top tier, someone that you see all the time, someone yeah. that kind of gave you like a fight, like a fight for your money, and someone that just like is always in the game. Right. 
I'm like, I'm very stumped on this though, because I don't know, like in video games, especially when we're playing, I feel like there's like a villain or like a character that's just like, a lot of the times I feel like they're watered down and you beat them very easy. When I think of like a good villain, I think of like something that you see in a movie because the villain is always like cracked up to be like the tough guy and the battles always seem so back and forth. But when you're playing a video game in the final boss, there's nothing like a a villain that really like strikes you as hard. Um, So if I want to go off as like one of maybe like the hardest video game characters or like bosses that I played, it has to be the Elden Lord from Elden Ring. I think that guy was just like absolutely gruesome, painful, well, I'm talking like six to seven hours of just trying to beat this boss to not so much to say he was a villain to like the whole like the whole game. It was just like the final boss to one of the most memorable games that I grinded out through all of like, I guess that would be 2022 or um yeah, it'd be 2022 that all the time and all the pain that I suffered and him being the last guy to just beat. I think that kind of just like takes the cake for being like. One of my t- toughest villains and one of my toughest battles that I had to overcome. Right. right, right yeah, right. and that's that's definitely a good one. I mean, I think when I'm thinking about, like, best video game villain, you do have, like, you know, the people who are going to say Bowser or, you know, even people who are going to say, like, uh, Dr. Robotnik from, like, Sonic. But, like, That's like you a said, good one. Why did but, I not but say like, that? But like you said, they're known for being kind of easy. Right? Like, Bowser takes a couple hits. It's it's nothing crazy. So, like, if we're really going to go with, like, difficulty, uh, that kind of thing, I think for me it would probably be, like, Dr. Wily from all the Mega Man games. He was always coming up with those, like, different, you know, Cut Man and, like, all those different things. Those were his creations, right? And, I mean, I just... the the That, that whole series of games is always very difficult. So, like, uh, and a lot of people don't think so because it's like these old Nintendo games. Those were tough games. Mega Man um, was like, had to be up there for like, I mean, I think some of the older games are actually have like a higher difficulty scale than like some of these newer games that come out. I feel like, I feel like now people want to make video games a little bit easier uh, to kind of just, you know, get them, get more of an audience to play it. But yeah, then there's also sure. that audience. It's either like, it's too easy or it's hard as crap. Yeah, and they just want to no make it like, ground. they want to make it like Elden, like Elden <laughs> ring hard. Um, yeah. But Mega Man was one of those games where you had like timing was so precision. Yeah. So because it was like it was a side scroller, it was puzzly, it was like timing, a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of good answers from Pete, even though Pete's not here. He is giving a lot of good ones. He did say uh, the devil from uh, Cuphead was very good. Yeah. Uh, Cooldown said Handsome Jack, uh, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. These are a lot of good ones too. Yeah, those are good. Uh, the, uh, the, he said the devil fight was very intense. Yeah, a lot of like a, re- a lot of really good villains that I think uh, could take the cake. I do like the uh, the answer of like Sonic and Bowser because when you think about them, you think of like nostalgia and you think about like uh, an image or you think of like a ga- like putting its stamp like for that game of being like a uh, more familiar face when it comes to a villain. Sure. You think of Bowser all the time. Bowser's always a villain in all the Mario games. He keeps on returning and returning and returning. But like we said, has Bowser ever been hard to beat? Not really. No. Has no. Eggman ever been that much of a pain to where you're just like, okay, man, like Eggman is that guy. He's that type of a boss. No. 99% right. of the time, he's just a big, big old rolling egg that just likes to make creations that makes it hard on you. Um, yeah. So I, I, I guess it, it depends on where you want to really lean that um, that question to. Um, Tim also said, Nick's biggest villain in video games is time. That's why he can't finish any game. Okay. 
I think it's time to uh, skip away from this uh, topic. Let me know down below in the comments or in the chat what games um, have the hardest villains. While I go ahead and uh, kick off with the uh, the games that are coming out this week, guys, uh, we do have a bunch of them. Uh, a lot of them are coming out on Switch as like remakes or just like coming out for that platform that have already been out. But there are some new ones and some to highlight. Um, the first on my list I uh, that came out December 5th was a Highland song that comes out on Switch and PC. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley, uh, that came out on December 5th. It comes out for PS5, Xbox X, and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac. Shout out to them Apple users for finally getting a game. Uh, Have a Nice Death <laughs> came out yesterday for the PS5, Xbox X, S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And Have a Nice Death was a game I was actually looking at. I think it's a Metroidvania game or more of a platformer game, but very nice looking game. So check it, take a look at that, guys. Uh, Skater XL is coming out for the Switch. Don't know if that game was out already, but it's out now. Uh, Sonic Dream Team comes out for the iOS. That came out yesterday. Uh, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria. That comes out for the PS5, and that came out yesterday. Vampire the Masquerade Song Song came out for the Switch. Uh, A game that's kind of raving right now and a lot of people are talking about is Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. That comes out tomorrow for the PS5, Xbox X, and S, and PC. Lego Brick Tales comes out for the Quest December 7th. Outer Wilds is finally coming to the Switch December 7th. Terminator Dark Fate Defiance comes out for PC. The day before uh, the open world zombie game that everybody's talking about because it copies every single other game and it looks absolutely terrible. If you're into that and you're over the hype, make sure you guys check out the day before. That comes out tomorrow, December 7th. I'm looking at you, Illist Killer. Uh, plumbers don't wear ties. <laughs> that comes out on uh, PlayStation 5, Xbox X, and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC. That comes out December 8th. And I don't know why I keep on reading games that have no intention on playing, like plumbers don't wear ties. And also, <laughs> Resident Evil 4 Remake is coming out for the PlayStation VR 2. And that is kind of like going to be a really good game that I would think that you would play. Uh, but I do have to play Plumbers Don't Wear Ties because that is getting a definitive edition. I, I think it is time to play that. Um, like I said, guys, a lot of good games. Uh, honestly, if I were to pick one from this list, I think Avatar sticks out the most to me and Have a Nice Death, but um, that's just me personally. Kogo, anything that really uh, gets you hyped up and really wanting to play some games? Man, I mean, Dream Dreamlight Valley, you know, although it is Disney themed, I have heard a lot of good things about it. We've got, you know, friend of the show, Jerry's, who I know plays, uh, I believe plays that one. Um, so, I mean, that might be something that I look at, you know, for like just a chill one for me and my wife to play, to be honest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We always like to get the wipes in gaming, you know, oh, we yeah. always got to for sure. For sure. Yeah, my wife's been playing Call of Duty, so I can't oh. save her from this lifestyle, you know, it's like I'm very from Disney Dreamlight Valley, you know. That's... Yeah, <laughs> ah, just a tad, just a tad. Let me know what games you guys are interested in and what you uh, what games you're going to highlight for uh, this week and uh, to spend that nice little paycheck on. Uh, going ahead and kicking it off with the first and main topic of the day. If you guys have been living under a rock and you guys don't know what's been happening, uh, GTA 6 is uh, coming out in 2025, and it finally got a first look at the trailer that came out for it that came out yesterday. So if you guys don't know, Grand Theft Auto 6 has been talked about for various and various, like, months years when's it coming out we play grand theft auto 4 for like 10 years now and now we're getting to the point to where people like play grand theft auto 4 when they were 10 years old and now they can pay for it themselves when they go into GameStop. uh it's crazy how long that this game took to come out um if you guys don't know what it's about we did get a trailer yesterday and it did show a lot of crazy stuff 
Uh, so G- Grand Theft Auto 6 takes place in Vice City, which is technically like the Grand Theft Auto's version of Miami. Uh, it's basically going to be a Bonnie and Clyde-inspired story, which actually has two protagonists in it named Jason and Lucia. The fun fact about the girl protagonist is this is the first female protagonist that GTA has came out with for the main story game. So shout out to that because I think that is very cool and going to get a lot of rave from the community. Um, There's just a lot of footage and they also had footage that was leaked for more of like robberies, gunplay and more stuff about the game. But I didn't look at it because I really don't want the spoilers to it. Um, I think this game looks crazy insane realistic. Um, you could tell they took a lot of inspiration and a lot of fun from like stuff that goes on in Florida and like the <laughs> insane parts of what is going on in that state because it's too hot. They're acting crazy. They're jumping on tables. They're running from the cops in thongs gardening, which honestly y'all need to mind your business because that actually sounds very comfortable. I'd love to just be out in my thong spraying some flowers and stuff, you know, balls out. I'd be going crazy. That'd be so freaking comfortable. And I think that this game is just going to set so many records. It's going to be the highlight of 2025. And I think it's going to set a new standard for gaming. Um, this game is going to be coming out in 2025 for Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, and there's no announcement for PC, which is crazy. I'm, I've been talking a lot. I need to go ahead and kick it off to my boy Coco because I could just kind of rave on what has been going on. So you watched the trailer. Yeah. Um, were you excited? Were you like, so like, yeah. what was your what was your first thought of seeing that the trailer was announced early? Because they did get released early due to leaks, which, yeah. I mean... I mean, For- look, like with with like a game this big and with a budget that big, I mean, obviously, Rockstar is going to be the want want to be the ones to have their best foot forward and be showing this off to the community, all their hard work and everything like that. Correct. So they don't want it to be like leaked and all this stuff coming out. Obviously, they have to come out with it early, which is a bummer. Um, but you know, that's just that just is what it is. But I mean, the elephant in the room, obviously, that sucks is that it's not coming out till 2025. So there's all this hype behind the game very early, but you're going to have to wait. And we don't know when in 2025. It could be December of 2025. You have no idea. So we might not be getting this game for two years, um, you know, at the longest. Um, Still having to wait over a year, um, you know, to have it come out. But you mentioned breaking records, Nick. It already has broken records with the most YouTube video views of a of any video in 24 hours other than music videos that's previously that's being insane. one of mr beast's videos which he was not mad about or he was definitely mad about on twitter um so <laughs> yeah so i mean this i mean this has a lot of eyes on it um it's gonna you know have a lot of hype behind it the whole way um i'm hoping that they have maybe you know small trailers along the way and we don't have to wait until way closer until release Correct. Uh, but i'm excited for it i i'm not even a person that would normally play this type of game i'm hyped for it because of the content it can drive the industry that it that it's going to push forward you know the gaming industry you know by a ton um so i I am you know really excited to see what the game does i think it's kind of crazy like after seeing the trailer drop and the immediate love and the immediate rave that like twitter went on about it i was like I was low-key salty about it. I want to say salty, but I was low-key just like everybody was just gargling this up like big time. Like everybody was super hyped about the trailer, which understand like sitting sitting in after 24 hours watching it, kind of going over it. I'm like, hey, man, that's one of the like, that's a really good game trailer that just, you know, 
for something that we've been waiting for a really long time, I don't think it disappointed at all. I think with the expectations that Grand Theft Auto 6 has based on how good Grand Theft Auto 5 was, how good the previous ones were, I think that this was like very good. And I think the expectations are already pointing in a great direction, even though we didn't see like a lot of gameplay, uh, even just looking at the cinematics, how everything looked, um, them throwing in the crazy and wildness and saying like, look, we're not even turning it down a notch. We're going to go ahead and actually increase it a lot. And I think that was very cool for them to say, no, 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 we're not slowing down for nothing. We're not doing it for nobody. Um, it getting around, like, I think last time I checked, it had a 110 million views for a trailer. Like, something that was beating, think of games like Tears of the Kingdom, that is up for yeah. game of the year. Think of uh, a lot a lot of games like that. Starfield, it definitely outdid that. And we're talking about a game like this that, I mean, like, it already has such a community when it comes yeah. to anything. Like, the stories are always good. Uh, you have that modded community that always does like the mods and like the role play sessions. Yeah. Um, you have like famous people. Like I see Tiz T Grizzly kind of just take over the game and kind of just start his own server. Aiden Ross, I know is on a lot. The Kai yeah. Sinats of the world. Um, and I, I, I think it's, it's, it's going to be great. I, I know it is. Did you see um, Elon Musk tweet I did. about GTA? Yep. Um, I wish I would have saved it. He was talking about, I didn't play GTA 5 because there's a lot of violence in it. Like, really? Yeah, I, he actually specifically said because you had to kill a police officer. That's that's why he didn't want to play the game. Correct. So that, that's that's like specifically what he said, which which I found in, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's like, what were you the type of gamer to where you were playing Grand Theft Auto or Midnight Club and you were stopping at the red lights waiting yeah. for it to turn he, green? You know, he was playing speeding. Super Mario. He was playing Mario 64 and he did not drop the penguin off the cliff. I mean, come on. Who didn't drop the penguin off the cliff? Elon, I, I remember just Elon like, Musk I was did. just appetized. I was appetized. <laughs> that penguin was getting chucked, bro. No, like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, uh, when we when we talked about the bi- biggest villain in games it was all of us when we played super mario yeah. maybe we need to look in the mirror and say like i'm the <laughs> yeah. biggest villain because yeah, you exactly. chucked the penguin yeah and you, you know did. you chucked the penguin like keep you that in did. your thoughts try to sleep at night when you're thinking about that but uh ahead, back to gta a little bit nick the the one thing that i will be interested to see is is kind of like you said like gta 5 was big it had this huge community it did kind of like die down a little bit and then got like this huge resurgence behind um, you know, these custom servers, the modded servers, and, um, you know, just the role-playing aspect of it. Mm. I wonder if, you know, obviously that's going to be on Rockstar's uh, radar. So, like, I wonder how they're going to build that in, if at all, um, to help kind of keep that, like, portion of the game alive and thrive early, um, right. which would be really cool, obviously. I mean, social media is supposed to be playing a big part in the game itself so you would imagine that maybe there is going to be something that's um you know related to that um some sort of like streamer mode type of things um that other games have added before um so i'm I'm definitely uh interested to see how they're going to play into that yeah i know that we've read reports that rockstar actually hired modded groups and people that were behind certain mods to help work on the game probably because i mean it'd be dumb for them and they'd be like very like blind of them not to realize that a lot of what kept gta 5 alive and what keeps that game alive is the pc mods and what people do on the game online and after the fact so i think hiring and bringing in a lot of those peoples and to kind of make it more mod central to allow people to do something outside of the story which 
come on, bro. Like we already know just with the trailer itself, this story is going to be absolutely electric. I, I don't, I don't see it being anything less than spectacular. Just seeing the trailers and just seeing having a Bonnie and Clyde, like kind of smooth set to it too. You could do a lot of stuff with that. We could be have like fights amongst the main characters, which we've seen a lot yeah. in GTA five. A lot of the times, a lot of the main characters bickered with each other. They are having problems within the story that, they had to focus on themselves. So it could be like a love relationship thing, but it could also be a hate relationship. Who knows if like it could be deeper than what it is. I yeah. also want to talk about what we're speculating price wise. I just still don't have in the heart to say this is going to still be a $70 game. No, I think that rockstar might be a little greedy and might try and push this to like an $100 game. Would that be surprising to you at all? Or do you think like they I, keep it safe? They say console, we're going to go with the flow. We're going to still say it's a $70 game. But like, I feel like even if they wanted to charge this for a hundred bucks, not saying to do it, Rockstar, bro. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm just a podcaster. Like you don't have to take my advice on this one. I still feel like they would still get a crap ton of money. If they said, look, here, yeah. like if you a hundred bucks base game, if it's yeah. finished, which usually they are, you know what I'm saying? What do you think about that? I don't think I don't think they'll go as far as a hundred. There's probably gonna be some like special, you know, version, some limited edition that might have that. But I think like the base game for this is probably gonna be about eighty dollars. I think they're gonna be the first to kind of like push it up to that price point because they know they can handle it. I I, I don't see it going to a hundred, but boy, I mean I, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of where i'm thinking with everything too like i just think they have the capacity to do it and i wouldn't be shocked if they were just like yo this is going to be a very expensive game um other than that dude like i'm geeked about it i think this might be like one of the first gta's i really dive into because you know man like i'm the type of person like what's the chat can probably tell me the word um probably dumb is the right (laughs) word but a lot of times when people like hype up stuff and like really get like over exaggerated about stuff i tend to just like push myself away from it uh especially when it comes to like gta because i know a lot of people still are playing gta and i i still can't in my heart find a reason to why people are still playing gta till like this day when a game is that old like this is the reason why like it takes a while for these games to come out like why would rockstar push out a gta 6 anytime soon like it says 2025 and that's not set in stone. They can say like, yo, people are still playing GTA five. People are still dumping money into the game. Why would I, why would I be in any right. sort of rush to get out of GTA six and to make it anything worse than GTA five? They want to make sure they could surpass what GTA five did by throwing in a better story, throwing in better like mechanics and mods and like all that type of stuff. I, I just, I, I I am a little bit jealous. I am a little bit jealous, though, and I'll I'll tell you why. I'm jealous that this, that a franchise multiple years, and the fans love it. I wish I had a thing that I was a fandom of that didn't have to re-release a game other than Rocket League. I mean, could Mm -hmm. you imagine, for me, Nick, a Pokemon game that I was playing for eight years right or for you a madden game or a sonic game that you were continually Uh, playing for that many years because it was that good i don't want to i don't want to throw up thinking that i play a madden game for eight (laughs) years straight i already do buy i I already do play a madden game for eight years straight and i spend 70 bucks on the new one when it comes out because i'm i have like brain problems or something uh but yeah that would that would be the best case scenario because like even for you like you being a pokemon fan pokemon loves to release stuff like 
very, very frequently. So yeah. for you to sit there and be like, oh, man, I just want to sit here and enjoy the new world. Because, like, once you've got to beat the story, it's like, hey, man, make your own fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's, it's kind of hard to. you got to wait and rely on DLCs, which we kind of will get into in a bit. Yeah. Um, is GTA Cop a for sure? Is GTA 6 a for sure cop for you? Like, I, I want to know, like, stamp in stone. No price determined. 2025. It comes around two years. Is is this the game that you're going to be picking up? For me, no. I'm just not the GTA guy. But I feel like 95% of people right now would watch that trailer and be like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think even with me not really being on the GTA hype train all the way, like after this trailer, I'm in on the hype train. Um, I think for me, this will be a game that I do pick up day one regardless. I think this is already like overpassing expectations. And um, I I loved everything. I loved the beach. I loved the way the buildings looked. I loved the way that the characters looked. I loved all the crazy. Like, this is just like a little glimpse of what could be in the game. And GTA is one of those games where it's like you make the fun. And with everything that you could do in this game, I think you're going to have no problem making fun. Um, so I'm super excited about it. This is going to be a day one cop. I really want to see if there's going to be a PC edition. Obviously, they're probably waiting on the back end to see like what it's going to take to push out on the PC. Yeah. Uh, because if it if it's pushing out a lot of like graphics and stuff like that, it's it's going to be hard to run on like certain PCs. So I can understand yeah. why that might take a while. Definitely. So. Let me know what you guys think about GTA six, man. I think, I think the game is already, it's already going to do like very great. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this like is like the best game of all time that gets released. Game, game I, of the it, year, it, 2025 already locked, huh? 2025. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if they remake another resident evil, it might win that or just like a random, like super Mario game. It will. <laughs> um, so Coco, I think uh, it's time we get into our little debate here before we uh, kick it off into the uh, the next topic. So yeah, I'm uh, ready. If, you, if you guys, uh, obviously the holidays are here. If you celebrate Christmas, if you don't celebrate Christmas or whatever you do, celebrate for the holidays. Um, me and Coco are going to have a little debate about what we think the best game would be to get for someone for the holidays. It's probably someone you admire. It could be like a nephew, a, a cousin. It could be your dad, yeah. your father. Um, I want to go ahead and pick his brain. And since he is the guest, he does get to go first. And we're going to kind of go back and forth. We're going to have the chat kind of decide what game you would rather get for a Christmas present or a holiday present for the holidays uh, between me and Coco. So, Coco, go ahead and kick it off. What game do you think is the best game to get for the holidays? Before I say the name of the game, I'm going to tell you everything that this game brings to the table. It's a Nintendo game, so it's going to be on the Switch. I got to stay stay true to my Nintendo roots here, as you can see in the room. It's on the Switch. Yeah, you're cooked. There is a lot, a lot of stuff to find in this game. It's very you're fun. Cooked. You're cooked. It is a big name in the franchise. I know where you're going. It's going to be on sale. You have no idea where I'm going. You're cooked. You have no you're idea done. where I'm going. You're it's done. on sale right now, which is rare for Nintendo games. So you can find this game usually for new for about like $40. You can play it with anybody in the family. You can play multiplayer. I'm talking about one of my favorite games of all time, Super Mario Odyssey. It seems like a weird pick, but hear me out here. This game's not new, okay? Okay. 
This game's not new, but it's underappreciated. It was a fantastic game, really great graphics, really great music, a great story, lots to explore. So if you're like a completionist out there and, you know, think of like, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild had those little Korok seeds or whatever they're called. You have the moons in Super Mario Odyssey. Really awesome game on sale. I think it's a no brainer for a kid who's 10 or an adult who's 30. I've got it on my shelf. One of my favorite games still. Love it. That's what do you got, Nick? Like Madden 25? <laughs> like, what are you going to have as your favorite game, dude? Uh, I don't know. Like, I just... I, what are you going to have think, as your favorite game? I think I have a few questions about Odyssey. I do... Okay, so, like, to kind of, like... I'll give you the little benefit. Like, I think Odyssey is a great game, and I think it, it does wonders. But, like, the game I'm talking about... Different game. Wonders of right. the new Mario, Nick. Right. We're talking wonders. We're talking... All right. To kind of, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, the game I'm thinking of... It reenacts a sport, America's sport. <laughs> no, <kid. I'm> <laughs> We're talking Madden twenty four. Um, nah, honestly, I put in, uh, I put a lot of a lot of thought into uh, into this one, and um, out of all the games that I played over my years, and a lot of games, especially for the games that I played this year, there was one game that kind of stuck out to me. Um, it's a game that's on the PC. It recently came out for the Switch. It's actually up for a lot of awards right now, too. I think it got snubbed for Game of the Year. I actually ended up playing it. Well, it is on. Okay, so it's on Switch, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Um, it's a game that it, it, it introduced you to the genre itself and to like really just kind of ease you into just to ease you into the genre. Very good storytelling, very beautiful graphics. I'm talking about sea of stars. Now sea of stars can be a really intimidating game, but sea of stars is also a game. You're going to spend a lot of time on the story itself is about 30 to 40 hours long, not a dull moment within the game. Characters, very lovable, very great. It's a very, very introducing like role into the JRPG genre. If you never play JRPGs or like turn-based games, very easy to understand. Very new. Very nice. Um, I love everything about this game. It's gonna run great on whatever you play it on. If you have the game pass, and this is where like I beat you though. Game pass, you're paying you're paying for game pass? You're paying you're playing that thing for basically free. But if you don't, then you are paying the same 40 bucks. Like, Nintendo don't got the Game Pass. That's true. You're paying 40 bucks for a game that came out in 2005. Like, that's you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you guys don't have to look up the date because my, my sources are right. I, I will say, Nick, I'm going to give you a number, and it's two. That's how many points more Super Mario Odyssey got on their IGN rating than Sea of Stars. Just saying. Super Mario Odyssey got a perfect 10 out of 10. Sea of Stars got an 8. Okay? I'm just saying, you're you're using words like intimidating for your game. Okay? I'm using games like fun, magical, you know? I think when you're talking about just your average, everyday gamer, everyone can enjoy this game. More than Sea of Stars, in my opinion. Okay. In my opinion. And this is where you're lying to my audience. <laughs> you're saying everybody can enjoy it. Oh, I don't I don't have a Switch. I don't have a $350 Switch. Oh, how am I supposed but, to play? 
But I they can't even play it. First of all, you I can get a brand options. new for two hundred dollars. And you said PC. PCs are like eight hundred bucks, like at the bottom and tier, homie. If you, I mean, like if you have an Xbox, a PlayStation, like everybody has some sort of console nowadays. So, like, I feel and like maybe just, one of those is a Switch. That could be true. That could be very you true. Know? But I also think that, like, when you have a va- when your game is on more of like all the consoles instead of just one, sure, it's more easily accessible. Yeah. But yeah. like, you know what? I'll give you your flowers, Coco. Because Super Mario Odyssey was one of my favorite 3D Mario games, actually. Um, I liked it better than Sunshine. I liked it better than Galaxy, which my, a lot of people might think is crazy. But the game's still great. It's, it's fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's not Sea of Stars fun. Like, Mario just doesn't have a story. Oh, look at me. I'm the plumber. <laughs> I got to attack big dinosaur guy who's trying to marry the girl that somehow gets taken away from me every single time. Like, come on, bro. Give it a break. People Man. want a story. They want to have a game that they could just read and they're going to fall in love with the characters and the like the, the, the things that are being said on the screen. What does Mario say? Yahoo! Like, well, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, you're really you're really <laughs> getting me right now, right? Listen, when like when you're talking about like lovable characters that people can fall in love with, I you do have me there. I do remember the main character in Sea of Stars being in like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, having a massive movie coming about, you know, coming out about it. Oh, I remember all Lord. of those. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You're right. I think I lose on the lovable character front. <laughs> he said the Sea of Stars character had a uh, a Thanksgiving Day parade. Yeah. You're, you're Come on. okay. You're kind of you're like digging it, like you're digging deep. Like this hole is getting deep because you pulled out an IGN review. All right, like that's kind of perfect. That's kind of wild. Like perfect. IGN, like come on. My perfect. review is even though they're 20 years later, they're more reliable. You feel me? <laughs> uh, at the same time, like we're talking about floats now. Now we have floats. Hey. You you did an impersonation of my character, and it was a terrible one. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> okay? That would make Yahoo! Charles Martinet the voice actor, not, well, the the former voice actor, very Yahoo! sad. Very sad. I think we could all agree. We'll, we'll let Chad decide. I'll give him a minute. What game would you guys rather have for Christmas? Sea of Stars or Mario Odyssey? Regardless, it's going to be a good Christmas for a gamer. There's a right. lot of options. I think they're going to be happy regardless of whatever game they get. I'm just kind of curious. I'm just like shooting my shot here. You know what I'm saying? I need to know from the chat because they, I mean, chat knows all. Chat would really, really want this game. If they had to open it up and they were like, yes, Christmas is Christmas is here. I'm ready to just crack open the game and I'm ready to just play. Let me know. I'm going to go ahead and just kick it off into the next topic while I let you guys vote. <laughs> Cause obviously we got, we got things like Golem would be a great gift. Yeah. That's for true. if you were bad and you wanted coal in your stopping. Yeah. That that's be the a, equivalent uh, of gaming coal. Yeah. Very good. So, uh, cooldown said, Odyssey is more my speed of game. Okay. So we're paying our viewers. That's very nice. Uh, <laughs> gaming gambit says, I mean, I want sea of stars, but Odyssey is too good. He couldn't even spell the name of your game right. That's how you see know. him starts. That's how you know. <laughs> I'm getting Nick Skull Island and Golem. I didn't know I was bad this holiday season. I really don't <laughs> want that. 
I'll get you Madden 12. It's probably better than the new Madden. I will accept that, and I will update the rosters for sure. <laughs> uh, let me know what you guys think down below of the uh, the two games that we talked about. I think, Coco, you honestly wrapped it up, man. I At first, I was going to say Dave the Diver. In mid-topic, I did switch it up. You know what I'm saying? Mario's a great game. I honestly thought you were going to kick it off into uh, Tears of the Kingdom. What about like, that game's too hard, brother? That game is too hard. <laughs> but, hey, you kind of, like, saved yourself there. You know. Getting into a game that I play that isn't too hard, that is a very good game to play, that is also a weird game, so it fits the uh, the title of uh, Gaming Gone Weird. We're going to go ahead and talk about a game that I played. That's on the Xbox Game Pass that is called Frog Detective, The Entire Mystery. So I've been kind of raving this about on Twitter. I've been talking to my friends a lot about it, of Frog Detective. Cause they're sitting here talking about games. They're sitting there talking about whatever. I'm like, but have y'all played frog detective? I got people talking about the new Fortnite season. I got them talking about this, but have you played frog detective? The entire mystery. If you don't know what frog detective, the entire mystery is, it's a game about a frog who is a detective who solves mysteries. So you kick off as the frog detective And throughout the game, you go ahead and you talk to your supervisor. And your supervisor gives you three different missions that you could pick from. So right off the rip, you could pick off into three different types of missions or stories that you could play as the frog detective. Each mission or like mystery that you have to solve all kind of sums up to the very end of the game. Uh, So there's a mystery where you have to go to an island and you have to figure out what the spooky sounds you're hearing. Uh, the other one is who destroyed the festival. So everything that you play kind of sums up into the end of the game and what happens at the very end. Um, you star as the frog detective. And like I said before, you go off into various uh, islands and uh, missions and you explore. And a lot of the times it's a lot of narrative. So it's a lot of talking to people, figuring out what is going on on said island or said town. Uh, While you talk to people, they give you handy items that you're going to need to get certain things to continue throughout. So you got to talk to people, go do something to get a said item and bring it back to the person. So the whole time you're a frog, you're figuring out mysteries and you're getting a good, funny story while you're um while you're playing the game one of the highlights that i did like about this game is the characters i think the characters were top notch i think they're very funny they they look they look funny art wise and they always have really funny things to say so a lot of times like if you look here larry's like i didn't do it and like right off the rip you're like yo larry like what are you you're tripping right now like why are you like i'm just talking to you and they seem so suspicious every time they talk um, so I, I really love that about the game just for that. The characters were very memorable. I remember there was a character named Mo in the game. Uh, Mo was a mouse and she liked to dance, but she also liked one of the characters in the game. She's like, Hey, can you ask uh, one of the characters what, uh, what their favorite dance is so I can do it in the dance competition. He's like, yeah, I like break dancing. So Mo the whole game, she's just like, and it's so funny to see it in like certain like art forms and everything else. Uh, Frog Detective also, um, I, it was made by, uh, I think it was Worm Club or Book Club. Don't quote me on that. I'm sorry if I said it wrong. Uh, but the person in that made the game also pops up in the game and like kind of like 
reenacts and talks about certain situations. Like in this little image, it talks about, hey, you shouldn't read books because books don't give you good information. And I thought it was funny that she came up and she's like, yeah, sorry to interrupt this, but uh, books are very good for information. Um, and like, I thought it was funny to like, kind of like throw herself into the game, into the art style, into her like, kind of like, even though the game kind of jokes around and says like, yeah, you shouldn't read books. But then she's also here to say like, yeah, 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 make sure you read your books and make sure you get your information from books. Cause it's actually a very good idea. And I just thought it was a funny and change of a pace for a game like this to kind of throw that in there into like, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much of the game. Uh, just know that I love this game. It's on the game pass and I spent about three hours playing it, uh, solving all the mysteries and the, uh, the thing at the very end that I don't want to spoil, but, uh, it gets a little spicy and it gets a little hectic. I think every stage gets a little bit harder each time. So you can go ahead and play the first mission. It's kind of like an intro to the game and like how you would kind of go about solving the mysteries. The second one gets a little harder because then you got to start finding stuff within the area. And then also the third one, the final mission gets very hard because then you're like finding a lot of different stuff. You get a scooter to roam around and it kind of like sums everything together. Um, And also I will throw this in. If you do beat the game, it has a nice little fun mini game where you could take the frog and do like this Tony Hawk mode, which is, is actually insanely fun. Let's uh, go. Do not like sit here and judge my <laughs> my skate my uh my scootering skills uh, because they are really bad. But I, I I think for this game for like just like it feels like it's not like graphically it's not like the most graphical game. It's not like oh the most story driven. It does just enough to keep you interested, to keep you laughing, and it's just like a fun game. Like me and Will, we just sat on the couch and we played it together. We grinded it out. I remember chuckling. He was chuckling at some of the characters because they look funny. And at the end of the day, man, you're a frog detective. And um, also a fun fact I want to throw in about the frog detective is he doesn't wear hats because he looks funny in a hat which you can kind of understand about why he would look funny in a hat because his eyeballs are like kind of spread apart. So uh, he, he just can't, he can't wear a hat. Um, and <laughs> that was my review on uh, Frog Detective. Play Frog Detective. All right, guys, it was good shit. No, <laughs> no but in all serious, man, I um I wanted to throw that review in there because I've been playing Frog Detective for um it was a nice little game that I was like ah you know what I'm I'm not doing nothing right now I really don't I'm intimidated to load up Final Fantasy so I talked and I tossed in Fraud Detective and if you have the Game Pass dude just go ahead and launch it up like you don't really need to like pay attention or have like the super amount of skill to play it it's just something you sit back on the couch grind out for three four hours play it and just like understand the story and just it's 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 just cool and then like the achievements are really easy to get as well so like it has a little bit of everything for everyone in that game so i expect coco to play the game come back on for his uh his take on frog detective you know honestly i want to get get your feedback actually what do you think jumping at the opportunity to play that game nick uh no i'm surprised you didn't have that as your your holiday pick frog detective i mean who wouldn't love to get frog detective i'm waiting to like see if i can get like an ugly sweater with frog detective on it 
there you go. Maybe I ask the creator, and then it says like, like on the back, it said like books are bad. You know, right, right, yeah, books are terrible for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I also, but the only reason he's not my uh, he's not my profile picture yet is because I wanted to put uh, the evolution of Fue Coco into my profile picture. The middle stage, the bigger guy with the sombrero. Oh, there I you think. go. Yeah, Crocodile. Yeah. lore. Yeah, sorry. Not, not shows how much I I know Pokemon, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, That's but, right. We always forget the middle evolution. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not. It's not the middle. The middle evolution is like the edgy teen in every single always. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Full of angst. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys want a funny, short, sweet character game with a bunch of characters, fun game to talk about with your family, play Frog Detective. This is not sponsored by Frog Detective at all, but God, do but I love them. But it should be. It should be. I love them. Frog Detective. Dude, I love them. It looks, a... when they were dancing, when you had that clip of them dancing on the beach, like in the oh, circle, yeah. like doing the dance off like this, this reminds me of like Dollar Store Animal Crossing. Like oh, dude, this I, looks I was, incredible. I was geeked, bro. So Mo is that mouse over there. If you see Mo the mouse, she's in the back. Yeah. They're getting it though. Like they are in sync. And they all hey. have their fun little dances hey. and stuff. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, when Nick puts out a review for once, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Frog don't really got no moves like that, though. Frog, uh, I mean, he's not a dancer. He's a detective. Frog you know? he gets, the frog detective gets done dirty in this game. I'm not going to lie, though. But it's funny because he's just like, he goes with it. He's like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, <laughs> let me guys, let me know what you guys think about Frog Detective, and let me know when you guys are going to play it. Um, Kick it off into our last topic of the day. Uh, we are going to go ahead and kick it off into some Pokemon hype because we do have the Pokemon God himself with us. Uh, before we kick into this, though, guys, I do want to uh, emphasize that uh, I appreciate everybody that's in here. Uh, all the live members that I see, we're off the rip. Gaming Gambit, Tim, Ghost, uh, Vino. I think I said Tim. I think I said Cooldown. A lot of you guys, man. Thank you guys all for being here, everybody. I seriously appreciate it. Uh, if you guys want to help support the the podcast and the channel for free not a sign at all we just do emphasize you guys like uh share it share with a friend uh tell people about us because we do go live every wednesday and we want more people to uh experience the weird games that we love to play and the other gaming news so make sure you guys do that real quick i'll give you guys a second to like it comment all that type of stuff and if you guys are watching this after the fact thank you guys for being here making it this long obviously do the same if you guys can it helps support everything and uh if you guys want to see more of us subscribe uh we go live every wednesday and we also have other podcasts that are throughout the show like we have a sports one out of bounds which is very great i do love uh their takes on sports ball because i'm i'm not the best at talking about football so i let them do that uh but we also have like the weird news and stuff that um that they talk about as well uh so i'm gonna go ahead and uh kick this one off to coco because he's gonna be talking about the uh the hype for the new pokemon dlc that's coming out and he's also going to kind of lead that into how the first dlc was because he ended up playing and i kind of want to get his takes on uh the teal mask and uh how that went so go coco the floor is yours man go ahead and tell us about uh the indigo disc and what to expect Yeah, Indigo Disc comes out next week on Thursday. Um, It is the second iteration in the DLC. Um, Obviously, the first one being um, the Teal Mask. Um, This is going to be, like, for, like, Pokemon fans, this is going to be the one that should have some long-lasting content. The first one... It does introduce you to a new area, but it's not going to be like the thing that you kind of go back and play very often. 
the Indigo disc is. So like some of the things that we already know about it, which we're actually getting more information about it tomorrow, but some things we know about it already um, are going to be um, that there are, I believe every starter is going to be available uh, in this particular DLC. Also, um, you know, a big slew of legendaries as well. There's also going to be this, uh, I think it's called like the Blueberry University or something. Um uh, or blueberry school, whatever it is, but it's, it's basically what you see on the screen now. It's going to be like all these different, you know, potential battles and, you know, similar to like the battle tower, like the battle ladders, um, from previous games. Um, so, and, and we're also going to be getting, um, like a new, I don't know if it's, uh, considered like a, um, a mythical or what, but it's, it's called, I think, Nick, is it Terrapago? It, it's, it's a turtle. Uh, but like everyone's pretty hyped about the turtle. It's a cute looking Pokemon. Um, so there's a lot to look forward to. Um, but still what goes on and, and there, there's his evolution, I think. Um, but like a lot of what's going to be as far as like content and what you're going to be able to do there is still a little bit not all out there. Like we don't know exactly what's going to be out there. There are leaks, which I try to avoid. Um, so, you know, there's but but in one week, we're going to have a way better idea. Maybe even tomorrow, um, you know, that's when this uh, this like new video comes out with some more information. Um, but it's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, the 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 first one, uh, the uh, the teal mask, um, I thought the story was cool. Uh, it was probably about maybe eight to 10 hours of story, if I recall, somewhere around there. Um, it introduced it was a 10 hour story game. Maybe. I mean, that's how long it hours? That's insane. For, for, the DL, DLC. for the DLC, I think. I mean, I could be really wrong, but I, I mean, it took me multiple streams to get through it. So, I mean, I'm I'm thinking that, I mean, I guess you're but like you, catching you Pokemon your, on the way to. You probably like, took your time with it, too. Like, I found like yeah. you probably explore and you probably get, yeah, because I'm looking it up. It's like around like five hours, which that's still okay, like for yeah. a DLC, especially for a Pokemon DLC, too. So yeah. um, that was kind of crazy to to see as as well but um go ahead yeah continue tell us what you it introduced some cool characters it introduced some whiny characters that people didn't like it introduced some cool pokemon i know i know who you're talking about bro it's like your mate like the rival that you encounter the whole time and it's like yeah he's he's like a little kid and he's always whining but like at the same time you like understand why he's whining you're like okay bro i get it but can you grow up like you know so it's it's that kind of thing but it was fun it introduced a cool little area um you know, but but again, other than um, kind of going around and and doing like different shiny hunts and, and just catching the other Pokemon that you need, um, there's not a lot of replayable content there. So um, that's why a lot of people are excited for this second iteration of the DLC. This is going to be the one where, uh, if you remember, like you know, back to like Sword and Shield, like the second part of the DLC is where they introduced the Dynamax adventures which is like being able to go through this line of battles and then right. battle a legendary Pokemon with, with the idea that, boy, you could get a shiny legendary. Um, so I think that's going to be something, you know, at least along the lines of similarity here with the replayability and things like that. Right. Um, Cause that, I was going to lead into that because last year with the other, not last year, I'm sorry, with the last main Pokemon game, how you said it was the, uh, the crown tundra. They came out with uh, Dynamax Adventures, and they came out with a way to where you could uh, get all the legendaries in the game. It was a lot easier to maybe shiny hunt for a lot of the Pokemon, and it kind of gave you a reason to want to play it more than just, like, a story. Um, So Pokemon is kind of going with, like, a new path, and I feel like they're kind of sticking with this formula, like, 
let's do two DLCs. The first one, let's yeah. give them an extra little bit of story, throw mm-hmm. in characters, throw in a few legendaries that could be potentially good, but also just characters that fit the story and to fit what's going on and yeah. to fit the theme. Throw in some like familiar mods that people would want to see. Give them a Pokedex to try and complete. Maybe like 200 mods. Keep it light. Do a little bit of mini games. There's a lot of new outfits and stuff like that. I'm yep. cool with that. But with what we're going to get with the Indigo Disc is we're going to get a lot more like, okay. So a lot of, if you guys were paying attention to what I was showing, he said the Blueberry uh, University. Academy, that's what it is. Academy. Blueberry Academy, yeah. So with that, <clears throat> you're going to get, um, they're going to be focusing so much on V like TCG, not TCG, VGC. I had it right the first time, which is going to bring in like new moves. So if you really care about Pokemon's getting like certain moves that like will hit more, or have priority or like kind of yeah. really change the meta for when it comes to like competitive Pokemon. Um, and I think that's good to kind of keep your game more than just story and make saying like, yeah. look, this is the game. If you want to get some competitive mods, I, I feel like they might throw in an easier way to get some of these mods with better IVs and better stats and easier way to change like certain things like that. Uh, it might throw in a new way to get like certain pokeballs. Like it, it yeah. does like all the stuff that you want to be able to do in the main game, unless it was super hard and make it a lot easier for you to do in the DLC. Um, I'm kind of excited for it because like I like I said, I'm really excited to see uh, my main thing I want to see is I do like the uh, the giant Raikou, but I do am a big fan of these like these future and like these uh, prehistoric or like these paradox Pokemon. Yeah. And um, and I really, really, really want to get an Iron Crown on my team. I think Iron Crown is really dope and it kind of like leads into the fact that like so we have the Iron Leaves which is the uh, the other legendary from that game for the dogs or whatever. Now we're getting the Iron Crown, which means that we are going to get like an Iron Terrakion, which I think is very cool. And then you're getting the Paradox Prehistoric. Um, you got the Suicune already, which is the, uh, I think, what is, what is it? Raging Moon or Raging or uh, something. What, what, what was it? I don't Ra- even know. Uh, and I yeah, like the game. Yeah, Walking Wake, Walking Wake, I'm sorry, Walking go. Wake. And then uh, you're going to get the uh, the Raikou now, and then you're also going to get, like, an Entei now. Yeah. So, like, I, I like that it's throwing in a new twist on these legendaries from what that we don't usually get. The Paradox Pokemon has, like, been a very, very cool subject to me to just, like, look at, and I'm very excited to see, like, all the different legendaries in a different type of form. Like, I'd like to see, like, I think last year, too, not last year, Nick, get it together, last main game, they did the legendary birds and they made them um, like Galarian uh, Galarian. Yeah. And that was very cool. So I kind of want to see what they kind of do with that. If everything's going to get a paradox and only a few things are, or if we're not going to get all the legendaries in the game, I wonder what they're going to do with it. Um, are you going to be playing day one Coco? What's the word yeah. on that? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm playing it day one. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. Over a thousand Pokemon. Like Tim says there, um will we ever get all of them in one game i don't know i mean i i could see it it would need a lot of work um but yeah i mean well actually i don't think they'd all be in one game right because they're gonna split up into exclusives in the into other games but but yeah i mean i think they could um that would be interesting but yeah i'm definitely playing day one uh definitely excited for it cool down i think the the thing with that uh that uh upper hand is i think it does beat all priority moves which is kind of i don't i don't think i've ever seen a, a priority move beat a priority move 100 percent of the time without speed uh so that's kind of crazy actually um but that that is very true is i wonder if we but um i think like 
here's my like hot take on that before we sign out is like i feel like when you get a thousand pokemon in the game you don't really you don't the whole point i feel like pokemon is trying to make is they don't want to put a thousand pokemon in the game they want you to experience other pokemon for what they are like if you had the same charizard in every game you would just run charizard on your team like why not run with a bunch of team like a bunch of members of the team that you wouldn't normally run with instead of just picking the same six pokemon or like oh i'm just gonna get all the starters they want you to experience all the other mods that they put time art care love passion uh that you could run the game differently with um and i think like just like i said look at yourself in the mirror think about that uh, I also think bit. with with like the VGC having every Pokemon available would be crazy. There would just be way too many like variables and typing and moves and you know all that stuff. It'd be it would probably be too hard for right. the VGC part of it. And also like the same thing if they all throw in the same mods, then it would just be the same thing competitively too. Like if yeah. something just surpassed because stats don't change, right? They rarely do. Thank you guys for kicking it for gaming on with. This has been episode number 63 and a very good episode because Pete wasn't here, but um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding, man. We love Pete. Pete, we love you, man. Hope you're having a good trip. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Coco, by the way, guys. If you guys don't know Coco, Coco is a uh, uh, Pokemon fanatic. I'm going to let him sign off in a uh, second, uh, but make sure you guys check him out uh, for real. Like, um, I know he's going to sign off and say, like, yo, check me out. On check him out, man. He's a cool dude. Uh, he's He's been on the show before. Uh, mad love to him. He's always great uh, co-host. So uh, I appreciate you, man. Tell the people uh, what else you're working on and uh, where else to find you, man, because I know you do a lot of stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I stream three times a week on YouTube at the handle, oh, no, it's Coco. Mostly Pokemon stuff, but we do, uh, you know, sometimes do some other Nintendo stuff, some non-Nintendo stuff, some party game type of stuff from time to time. Next Thursday, when the DLC drops, we're actually giving away a copy of the DLC uh, while we're streaming it. So, if you're interested, you could always join. There. If you already have the DLC, it's a $30 Nintendo eShop gift card, so that'll be cool. Um, so, if you win, you still win regardless, so... Cool. I'll be there because I'm trying to get this DLC for sure. Um, thank you again, Coco. Um, before I before I sign out, too, man, a little shameless plug is I will say that the Game Awards is tomorrow. Now, I don't plan on doing anything here for Gaming Gone Weird, but if you guys want to sit in chat, we're, I'm going to host something on Discord. We're all going to sit in a chat. We're all going to watch the Game Awards live, uh, have a few White Claws, have a few drinks, have a few, if you're of age, um, if you have a few drinks, have a few bevs, um, go over the Game Awards, see what wins, what does it. Uh, so if you guys want to be a part of that, I would love to have you guys over there, man. Uh, just hit me up on Twitter. Um, hit me up and I could uh, give you guys the discord link and we'll go, go ahead and watch it on there. I do plan on streaming it. So check out Nick Tana at you love Nick Tana on Twitch at you love Nick Tana and on YouTube at you love Nick Tana. Um, I did release the game review on um, Mario wonder and I've been releasing a lot of shorts on Spider-Man too. So make sure you guys check that out. But uh, seriously, um, if you guys do want to watch the game awards with me discord, um, I don't have a link in here. I don't know if I can post a link in here or they'll ban me. Uh, but <laughs> at the same time, uh, if you guys want to be a part of that, hit me up on Twitter for all that information. Other than that, be safe. Tell someone you love them. Thanks for being weird for us on Gaming Gone Weird. And salute to everybody who kicked it for episode number 63. Next week, 8 p.m. Eastern. Be there. Be square. And we're out. Later, guys. Be safe. Bye, everyone. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.